This is really a sting operation. Contrary to what everybody else said, Trump knew this was happening. Eric knew this was happening and warned the public. I knew this was happening. However, I could not say anything about it. We marked, watermarked every ballot with what's called the QFS blockchain encryption code. In other words, we know pretty well where every ballot is, where it went, and who has it. So this is not a stolen election. On the contrary. I, I have confirmed it. You're not going to get this anywhere else. 100% confirmed. The DHS countermeasures are in place. The National Guard, I'm going to show it to you, uh, has been deployed to 16 states, and they're behind those barriers. That There's National Guard troops in civilian clothes that are on the other side auditing. Okay? They're observing, and the audits, all the countermeasures are in place. There's basically what we've watched up to this point is we just let them play out their game. Mm-hmm and let them hang themselves. Everything you're seeing in the news is going to be null and void here very quickly. And I will present to you a checkmate bigger than any that you've ever seen in world history. Uh, President Trump is about to take down the global elite by changing the election system throughout the world forever, forever. episode of chart of truth back again with us today uh we have returning champion josh citarella and um once again daniel keller and of course brandon's here with us as always yes welcome back if, hey if you if you aren't familiar hey. with the these episodes um we've done we've done two already at least <laughs> I, I seriously can't remember if we've done two or three but um <laughs> Given the nature of these, I, I'm not surprised my brain's a little scattered. They're, the original ones were about this giant conspiracy theory chart called the Chart of Truth that Josh found um, with 10 tiers. Um, if you haven't heard those before, I highly recommend diving back and listening to these episodes. Oh, yeah, this is the third. This is confirmed the third. Confirmed the third episode. Thank yeah. you, Jamie. Daniel joined us for the last one, and we dove even deeper into the chart of truth. And today we're we're back again. We're we're, we're specifically here to talk about uh, the election, um, QAnon, and what comes next. You know, um, I've been watching closely. I don't know about you guys. This is the time period that I guess we we've been talking about for a while, and I wanted to have you guys back because we've been speculating on what exactly happens to QAnon and the MAGA world if trump loses i mean he didn't lose to be clear he did win the election so <laughs> yeah a landslide for sure yeah 48 states landslide that's, that's one of the theories that it took so long to count because the democrats had to print so many extra ballots because he won by millions and millions wait is that one of the theories that was from roosh yeah the the pickup artist guy who's now reformed and he's like all trad oh. and shit <laughs> yeah that was his theory i what like a microcosm that. to have him turn trad and monogamous i mean 
But I guess, okay, where should we start out with this? Probably the biggest landmark that we should start with is that QAnon was recently banned from all the social media platforms, right? Right. Um, so they used to be on 8chan and 4chan. Then they kind of moved to Facebook as far as I know. And then after that, um, Twitter banned them first and then Facebook banned them. And now, I don't know, Does that, can any of you guys give kind of an update of, of what's been happening with these people and where they're hanging out now? Well, I think it's 8kun is still where the official Q drops are. I don't think they're hanging out there. They're definitely hanging out uh, on Parlor or is it Parlay? Is it Par? It's Parlor. Right? I say Parlor. Is it Parlay? <laughs> well, I just think it it's, like I, a... probably it's Parlor, but I, I like the idea that it's like French and it's just... Yeah, that does sound like a Tarjay type beat. Exactly. It's like Tarjay. So there's that, which is, I guess, you know, there's all sorts of speculation about who's behind that. And I saw some like mega russia gate type thread that it there is some russian influence but it looks like it's actually funded by the mercers who are the same people who you know uh were behind cambridge analytica so it's like Mm. the same old grift you know and i guess Mm. people are moving there although i saw a really hilarious uh thread of like boomers that were trying to sign up but they were like getting pissed off about the the password requirements that you needed to have special characters. And they're like, who are you to tell me if I need to use special characters? Like, this is up to me. This is, and so they think they're having some trouble onboarding uh, their mate, their key user base. Um, oh yeah. But yeah. Like, I, I feel like these I kind of signed up. alternative social networks keep on popping up and I don't know if they're ever going to compete. And by the way, if I could just make a very quick aside, I know there's going to be a lot of academic analysis on this episode, but just with regards to 8chan, this just reminded me that uh, I know somebody who was like, oh, I found like a free place. I found like a free place to live. And uh, basically it's like, I don't I don't have to pay rent, but like I have to live with like the guy who created 8chan. And I, I think I have to no, like, what? just like wash him and shit. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you've never, dude, this is huge. How have you not brought this up in the podcast before? What? I never, yeah, I guess I'd, I forgot. <laughs> I've, dude, I've considered, I've considered trying to have that guy on the podcast. Patrick what? Brennan, yes, this dude. Oh yeah, isn't we, he? We try to like too, debated. but he's a little bit uptight, and he mostly wants to talk about fonts. Like that's his his main thing. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know. So I this think is that actually, would be a bridge too far. Wait. So this is a good segue into explaining yeah. this stuff. So Brandon, I don't need to dox your friend, but so they got a job offer that like, oh, it wasn't a job offer. It was just like place. it was kind of a. Yeah, like somebody was like, oh, yeah, you can live at this place for free and you just have to like kind of help this guy. I guess he's like not he's like not able bodied. No, no, no. Right? He's he's disabled. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. And um, I forget what his disability is exactly. Um, He might have MS or I don't know. <laughs> I forget what but it's called. Yeah, but I don't he, know. he needs to live in aid. Yeah. Right, yeah, he like needs, a living arrangement living. would be, yeah, you would be his, like, live-in aide. That's an insane reveal. So, right. I'm going to do a very, very, very quick uh, explanation about that guy and QAnon, because this episode I'm going to try to, for people who aren't as, like, wrapped up in this bullshit as us, give, like, little overviews, because I have realized recently that normal people don't dive into this stuff. <laughs> so, QAnon... Uh, basically, it's been almost figured out that QAnon, like they kind of know who Q is, and if the basic of QAnon is that Q is this government insider who's been doing these drops since Trump got elected. Um, Trump is 
picked by the military to take down the pedophile elite. Uh, there's there's clones involved. There's body doubles. And this all comes from people from a guy called Q that posts on anonymous chans, uh, mainly 8chan. And but basically recently it was figured out that via the guy that Brandon just mentioned, like Brandon, that guy is a huge player in this. Like like that's oh, why I was yeah. so shocked, because essentially that guy who invented 8chan, he's like this, you know, he's exactly who you'd expect. He's like one of the original incels, um, just like a rant, like an Internet dude who just likes to be a freak and fuck around, but has like some kind of morals, you know, because he recently essentially he this this guy. Do you remember what what's his name? Do you guys remember the they would know? Yeah. Which one? Patrick the, Brennan or the one, Jim Watkins? The, Jim Watkins. Jim Watkins. Yeah. So the Watkins family, he's like in Boys, feel free to jump in and correct me every time I'm wrong because I'm I have a terrible memory. So Jim Watkins offers to buy 8chan from this guy and he flies him out to the Philippines and like promises him all this stuff saying you're going to have a live-in nurse, blah, blah, blah. It's a great deal for him. And um, 8chan is where Q posts. And essentially over time, Jim Watkins, who's like this, he runs like porn sites over there. He's like a 55-year-old man. I highly recommend pulling up his YouTube because it's very weird. It's mostly him just doing like karaoke songs on like bad green screens. <laughs> but he, he literally he literally runs Brandon. This guy runs websites and the the donate the domains are called like sexyasianbikini.com. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sexyasianbikini.com. Like I'm not kidding. Okay, so Jim but he's also like this big far right guy. And by the way, like I I'd say like any american white guy who's like an expat living in the philippines or you know vietnam like anything it's like a little suspicious like uh thailand thailand absolute red flag like if you're like a 55 year old white guy that's moved there i mean it could just be innocent retiring in a pretty place but a lot of times you're like what (laughs) what made you move there and is it maybe some certain laws certain laws and their flexibility on maybe age-related laws you know (laughs) i mean also that's the key thing about achan was that it was before it was for q drops it was for like was for the stuff that was like too much kitty porn for 4chan yeah like the jailbait stuff and then like you know uh like kitty porn hentai yeah so it's like that's the central irony is like he was like a basically a child pornographer not just pornographer so anyway so Jim Watkins gets this guy over there and he starts like basically prying the website from him. And then eventually it's too much to explain, but eventually Jim Watkins like becomes Q. They think Q the Q character was kind of a joke before. Oh, wow. And then like Q started posting differently. And it was like Q was posting things that were kind of out of character and just like, if it's not posted on 8chan, it's not Q. Like, this is me. Like, this is the only Q. And, like, all, all, all of a sudden, it was, like, very personal. And basically, everybody thinks it's this guy, Jim Watkins, who gets off on, like... First of all, he's, like, super right-wing. And he gets off on, like, having the following. And um, that's when Q took, like, a real sharp turn. And basically, it, it's pretty much... I don't know. I, I'd just say it seems like 80% that it's probably Jim Watkins as Q um, doing all this shit. And it's just him like getting off on it essentially and stirring up the right wing in America. And he's also I mean, made a his, fortune. 
Oh yeah, he has made a fortune doing he's this. A, how yeah, do you, he's how got do a real incentive. Being being Q exactly. Well, he had tried to run this uh, right wing media company for a while. I mean, these guys, a lot of these influencer guys, are really leaning into a lot of the sillier conspiracies for this one. Right. Jim Watkins has also been posting. I don't know if you guys have been following the Dominion story, but he's been just going through the manual, like posting all of the opportunities to commit fraud. Like for him, for people to keep I'm not, an I'm interest not in what with, he's doing. With this, That's, what's the Dominion? Those story? are the voting machines. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe oh, okay. we'll tie into that later. That'll be yeah. our, a, a later arc. But that's like that was the big one where I think a lot of these things have resolved. Where like these big questions at the top are now put into practical application, and people who have just rotted their brain with conspiracy theories over the past few years are now like just huffing, like literally like made up stories. Like we'll uh, we'll look into the we'll look into the original thread. I tracked this down. It's pretty interesting. That's that's going to be kind of the theme of this episode too, where it's like. Some of this was grounded in reality at one point, and I kind of like got what it was referencing, but now it's completely disconnected from like any type of reality. It's just like we're entirely in fiction land now, um, literally made up. Yeah. But Brandon, in terms of him monetizing it, I don't know specific ways, but I will tell you this: is that like Q, like the real character breaks for Q for me was when he Q was posting like, "Hey, everybody, my only friend is Jim Watkins." Like. <laughs> <laughs> or like or might have even been like a pseudonym or something but there's definitely a couple guys where q is like hey like i like this guy <laughs> like you should be friends with him like, <laughs> and, it's and, like, and apparently his kid you know ratted him out like on parlor this week and oh, said it was his dad oh yeah and it's unclear and it was from a verified account but you have to like you have to submit like a video of yourself blinking and with your driver's license in front of your face to get verified. So like either Parler is not secure and you can hack into it, I guess, or it was confirmed him. Yeah. And whether or not he was trolling or not, who knows? But yeah, probably it's just this guy. Yeah. And and the content of Q, it's like the quality is like really low, like really low, especially post-election. Just like a picture of an American flag and the like, and then a link to the last of Mohicans <laughs> theme song, like literally just that. Or, Wait, like, was that a real cue drop? Yeah, that was a real cue drop. The last I, of the Mohicans theme song. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, it's, there's a, it's the GIF or the, the JPEG is called largest flying flag in America dot JPEG. It's, it's that a little bit of an Abraham Lincoln quote together we win. And then a YouTube link last week. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Last of the Mohicans, real great movie though, I will say that. Great theme song too. But, it is a great theme know. song. Andre Nicotina rapped over it one time. Another great song. I think War- It's a great hardstyle version. Oh really? War Cry by oh, yeah. Andre Nicotina, I think. Maybe, if I remember, maybe that would be a good way to end this episode. Yeah.